We're going to count down the top five of a special category, usually one that's relevant. We're going to debate it back and forth, my co-hosts and I. We're just going to have some good conversation and uh, hopefully come up with a definitive top five. This week's top five... Top five Star Wars moments. So before we get into the countdown, I want to introduce my two co-hosts. First, we will start out with... Well, I'm a one-man... A man who can basically play five instruments at once, maybe more. I think I might have lost count. We have Matty G. How you doing? Good. How are you doing, Matty G? I'm good. I'm uh, getting ready for New Year's. Uh, are we all, man? Are we all buying a lot of alcohol and liquor? No, I'm just preparing my liver. That's all. Our second co-host. You don't want him in your head because he is a psychologist. We have Tony B. What's going on, Tony? Happy to be here. Matty G said, yeah, ready for New Year's. I, I am actually buying up the alcohol because I know the last minute people are going to be buying it tomorrow. Yeah, just like me. Well, I think it's time to get into it, which is the top five Star Wars moments. Before we do, I think it's fair that we should give the audience a background of our uh, Star Wars experience. I know there's probably going to be some Star Wars super fans, so they should know our experience level with the franchise. Tony, why don't you uh, start off and uh, give us just a brief experience of uh, your Star Wars history. My first experience with it was when I was a child with the first three. They had already all been out. I was born in 85, so... Jedi, I think, came out in 83, so they already were all out. And I remember watching them as a child over and over again. I believe the first three were fine the way they were. I didn't need the 3D, all the special effects, but now that they've been out, you know, I will go out and watch them. Well, you're a Star Wars purist, Tony. I mean, not liking the 3D, not liking the special effects of the first movies. Look, I remember when they came back and they said, hey, we're going to do the old ones over again. And I was like, I remember seeing them. I don't need to see. And I was like, okay, maybe they just to see it in the big screen, that, that would be cool. But I, I really didn't need to see Han Solo walking around Boba Fett. I was perfectly fine with the old movie. Sometimes the imperfection of it is, you know, better. I know a lot of the uh, old Star Wars fans are purists as well, and uh, some don't even accept uh, the movies with the with the high definition and the new scenes and everything. So, Matty G, what is your experience with Star Wars? Well, I, uh, I started watching the original with my dad. Actually, the first three movies that came out in theaters, it was it was not the the original release, but when they re-released them, I guess it was like they the HD version or whatever, the CGI version of it. But they obviously want the original versions. I don't really have a preference, kind of like Tony. I don't have a preference whether it's uh, uh, got the 3D effects or not. I think the first three are just, like, classic and, you know, legendary and deserve, like, the, the praise that they get. And, um, you know, I saw the newer ones, but most people would agree the uh, original trilogy is way better than the 1, 2, and 3 are, for the most part. 
Now, I, I, will, I will say, like, the new ones with technology, you can go back and do so much cooler stuff than the Jedi. I remember as a kid just being freaked out that Luke could move a stone. Now, they, these guys are flying all over the place because they got, you know, the computers and stuff. And I'm, I'm all for it. But at the same time, if you're going to make the new stuff, then you open yourself up to be evaluated. And what are we going to do? We're going to compare the old stuff to the new stuff, and I think that's fair game. And in some cases, I feel that it it measures up and sometimes maybe even a bit better. Other times, I'm watching it and I'm like, I'm a little confused. Tony, you sound like that old grandparent who said, when I was young, I used to walk 5,000 miles to get to school. Only when I was young, Luke Skywalker used to have to lift a ship out of the pond by just using force. He didn't have all this newfangled CGI shit. No, he, he, he didn't. And uh, let me tell you something, too. With this new one, and I, people, there's going to be spoiler alerts, so I'm just going to tell you now. <laughs> When she goes at the end of the movie to see Luke Skywalker, I'm thinking to myself, having watched the old ones, I'm like, what is she going to tell Luke? She's been doing these tricks for 10 minutes (laughs) already, reading people's minds and stuff. And Luke, after years, couldn't even move the lightsaber when the monster was coming. I guess my Star Wars experience was a little different. Um, my mom showed me the first movie, A New Hope, on VHS. And it was great. I was into it. And for about a year, I thought it was a standalone movie. I had no clue there were sequels. The sequels were already released, but my mom chose not to show them to me. Then a year later, she showed me Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. And looking back on it now, I could see why she held off. The second and third movie is pretty dark. You got Luke finding out that Darth Darth Vader is his father. You've got a lot of the darkness like the Emperor. And as a kid, it was heavy for me. I literally looked at my mom and I said, Mom, is Dad going to do that to us? (laughs) And actually, my parents were divorced. So my mom basically said, Yes, son, your dad has already started. He's turned to the dark side. So I guess without further ado, we should get right into it. Y'all ready for this? One, two, here we go. All right, so Maddie G, based on uh, calculating everything up, calculating with the fact that uh, certain scenes were listed by two people, what do we have as far as our countdown currently? Okay, so we use the point system of if it's number one on someone's list, it gets five points. Number two, we get four. Number three, we get three. Number four, we get two. And number five, we get one point. If you were on more than one list, you would get five points bonus for that. The two that are the three that are debatable for number five are everyone's number two. <laughs> so you have the Obi Wan and Anakin uh, fight in episode three. You have the Hot Attack in episode five, and you have the title screen. So everyone's number two would be <laughs> debatable for number five in that list. Maddie G, why don't you make a debate for your number two, and we'll just uh, go around the table and see if we can't come to a compromise. Well, I would go with the title screen because it kind of just it capture encapsulates what. Star Wars is about like that first opening is everyone's first impression of Star Wars no matter when they watched it it's kind of like the first thing you ever see of Star Wars I think as I've been saying the uh, Anakin versus Obi-Wan fight scene is everything that the Star Wars universe centralizes on it's what the climax of the prequels leads up to 
And it's the series of events that makes A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi possible. And the picks are the Darth Vader, Obi-Wan Kenobi first fight. The opening credits, I, I don't like the reading test. Although I can <laughs> see that that is Star Wars. You hear the opening, dun, da 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 and then the... I don't like that I have to now pay attention and then it's sort of a time clock. You but must have hated is, Inglorious Bastards because there was a lot of reading in that movie too. I, I didn't go to a movie to take a reading test. Cross it, off Hooked on Phonics as a sponsor for this podcast. Yeah, this, is, this may not be sponsored by Book It. Well, the, I mean, the Hoff scene is something that, you know, we all remember where we were when we first saw the walkers, those AT, AT walkers, and just their firepower and just... For me, it was that was the first time we saw the rebels losing, and that the heroes may not always be on the winning side. It's a more compelling debate to debate the Anakin versus Obi Wan fight scene with the opening Star Wars theme, because I see where Matty G is coming from. It is it is a moment that everyone sees. It's our first interaction with Star Wars, but I still think that the Anakin Obi Wan battle is just uh, such a cool scene. No, so like if I had to go for number five, I'd say the Anakin Obi Wan scene. It was a great lightsaber scene. All right, so that's number five then. <laughs> so we'll uh, make that tiebreaker uh, official. Is it official? I mean, it looks like you know we we managed to have a little bit of a push for one direction. So now we know you know the Anakin Obi Wan scene wins for number five. Uh, if you're going by purely by points, the Yoda lifting the ship would be number four because it had it was a number one vote for Tony. Uh, number three would be the Darth Maul fight in Episode One because it's on two different lists and it had uh, it was number five on two different people's lists. Plus it has five bonus points, so that's seven. The second scene, just because it's on two lists, is on number four and number five on two different lists. Would be the ceremony of uh, a New Hope at the end. So easily number one with 15 points is the I'm Your Father. Scene with Darth Vader because it has two number one votes and uh, the five bonus points. So it's fifteen. I like it. I think all it's right. a great top five. So should we just go through the top five and we all say a quick little verb on it? Number five: Anakin Skywalker versus Obi Wan Kenobi. We always wondered how did Darth Vader end up being Darth Vader? What happened to him? That fight sets up everything. We've been looking forward to it all prequels. The pinnacle of the episode one to three trilogy. I would say that Ewan McGregor, the guy who plays Obi-Wan, is awesome. And this scene is truly his pinnacle in the prequels. Damn. <laughs> Number four, uh, Yoda lifting the ship in episode five. <laughs> All right, this may not get the love that maybe it deserves, but it's underrated because for the first time, we really see the true power of the Force, that someone so small is able to lift something so big. And the line of, well, I couldn't believe it. And he goes, and that is why he failed. Because it's, didn't, it's not that he didn't have the power. He just didn't believe in himself. It had a good message. And uh, my roommate in college actually had a poster that said, do or do not, there is no try. And uh, it just got a good message for not just for Star Wars, but for everyone that was watching it. I just think the scene was included because Tony had trouble with the weightlifting and phys ed. So all the beard kids are making fun of him. And I think this scene validates Tony. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Number three was the Darth Maul battle in episode one. 
This is uh, our most memorable scene of episode one by default, <laughs> and um, it has a memorable song, and it's a very well choreographed uh, lightsaber fight, and it's the first time we really get to see the double lightsaber in action. This scene is awesome. Darth Maul is such an underutilized character. So the fact that we do get to see an extended fight scene with him and Liam Neeson is pretty badass. This scene I like because of the first time you get to see what modern technology can do with the Force. And you had the, the jumping, you had the different tools that they could use, and it, it was really cool to see it all come together. Number two is the closing ceremony of episode four. All right, I guess I'll start this one off. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that's my chewy impression. (laughs) They should have given him a damn medal, and Tony, if I rewatch this and he gets a medal on him, I'm calling you out on every social media platform known to man. Do it. Because he doesn't get a medal, I'm going to call you out because you didn't recognize that a Wookiee got exposed on a national intergalactic platform. This could have been huge for Wookiee relations. They didn't give him a medal, but that's not why this is our favorite scene. Maybe this is your favorite scene if you hate Wookiees and you like the fact that a deserving Wookiee didn't get a medal. This scene's certainly for you. But it's nice to be a hero. That's why I liked it. Memorable song, memorable scene, nothing said, just uh, good music and a great capping off of episode four. No. Number one is Luke Skywalker versus Darth Vader and I Am Your Father. Uh, We can all do the uh, no, I am your father impression. It's so, you know, it's classic Star Wars. It's something that everyone has used over the years. The definition of didn't see that coming plot twist. One of the biggest twists in movie history. Probably the darkest thing I've seen in a movie uh, at that age. And yeah, just just a really dark scene. Just awesome. That's it. We got our top five Star Wars moments. Woo! Put it in the books. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm glad we did this. We're kicking off High Five Countdown Podcast the right way. We got our list. So hope you guys enjoyed listening to the podcast. I think our next one that we talked about, guys, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, is uh, top five songs of this past year. Y'all ready for this? One, two, three, let's go. Here we go. I'm DJ Setho, and by the next podcast, Maddie G needs to learn how to play the most Eisley bar song. I'm Maddie G, I'm Tony B, and I'll make sure not to interrupt people and to know when I'm supposed to talk. (laughs) (laughs) That's a wrap. (laughs) Oh!